and he's ready to continue to move into his presence this morning. Amen. I sense such a uh, such a refinement. That's how I want. That's how I. That's the only word that comes to me uh, with what I sense this morning. I feel such a refinement in the presence of the Lord. Amen. So uh, it is a, a blessing as always to have uh, Evangelist Michael and his wife Rebecca and their uh, their children with us. Amen. And he's no stranger here. Amen. And uh, but we just want him to come. He knows that he can just obey the Lord. We want him to come. And just be obedient this morning. Will you worship? Amen. As he moves into Amen. At what God has brought him here to do today. Can you give the Lord a hand clap as he comes today? Come on, come on. Let's bless the Lord. Amen. 
try to boss me around all the time. Amen. And I thank God for them. Amen. Surely grateful. Amen. For my family and all that they do. Amen. It's wild that Pastor used the vocabulary word. Amen. A refining. Amen. Uh, because I was up this morning. Amen. Seeking the face of God. And I believe today God's going to talk to us. If we have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to the church. Amen. Grab your Bibles quickly. I don't want to be before you long. Grab them quickly. I want you to jump to the book of Judges 3, verse 14. We're going to do a little bit of reading. The book of Judges 3, verse 14. If you can, stand for the reading and the reverence of God's holy word. Amen. The book of Judges 3, verse 14. When you have it, shout Jesus. Jesus. And if you're still flipping and can't find it, shout wait on me. Amen. Hurry up. Amen. Judges 3, verse 14. If you can't find it, it's after Genesis and before Revelation. Amen. Judges 3, verse 14. And the Bible now gave us this intelligence. It said, So the children of Israel served Eglon, the king of Moab, 18 years. But when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, the Lord raised them up a deliverer, Ehud, the son of Gera, a Benjamite, a man left-handed. Grab that word and throw it in your pocket. He was left-handed. And by him, the children of Israel sent a present unto Eglon, the king of Moab, but Ehud made him a dagger which had two edges of a cubit length, and he did gird it under his raiment upon his right thigh. And he brought the present unto Eglon, and the Bible said the king of Moab uh, and Eglon, watch this, don't get mad at me, was a very fat man. And when he had made an end to offer the present, he sent away the people that bear the present. But he himself turned again from the quarries that were by Gilgal and said, I have a secret errand unto thee, O king, who said, Keep silence. And all that stood by him went out from him. And Ehud came unto him, and he was sitting in a summer parlor, which he had for himself alone. And Ehud said, I have a message from God unto thee. And he arose out of his seat, and verse 21 said, And Ehud put forth his left hand, and took the dagger from his right thigh, and thrust it into his belly. Set your Bibles down, set your devices down, lift your hands and lift your voice and let's bombard heaven for a few moments. Lord, before we ask you for anything, we thank you for everything. We thank you for what you've done in the house. We thank you for what you're getting ready to do. God, I pray what I pray every time. Preach me, Jesus, till I can't stand and preach no more. Preach me till yokes are destroyed. Preach me till deliverance is the house. Preach me that if one be here that doesn't have the Holy Ghost, Lord, let them pray through today. God, I pray by your power. 
power and anointing that you hide me behind the cross of Calvary. Lord, let me decrease that you might increase. We'll never fail to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor, and the matchless, majestic, marvelous name of Jesus Christ. And the church of the living God can shout amen and amen. Clap your hands together as you're being seated. My brothers and my sisters, dearly beloved, if I can preach to you for a few moments, I want to leave you with this thought. A South Paul church. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, a South Paul church. A South Paul church. My brothers and my sisters, we find here in the Webster Dictionary that South Paul is a left-handed person. Especially a boxer who leads with the right hand or a baseball pitcher. The throwing arm of a left-handed pitcher would then be to the south side. If you will, we can look in a deeper text and periphery of scripture and understand that a southpaw is a left-handed punch. We find here that in this pericope of scripture that the context of judges introduced to us a deliverer that the Lord had raised up that was identified with one major trait. It wasn't his height, it wasn't his stature, it wasn't his mobility. It wasn't his capability, nor strength, facade, nor performance, if you will. But it was the simple fact that this man was born with a left hand. You must understand that being left-handed um, is only used two times throughout Scripture showing the significance of why it was important that God had placed a man upon Ehud, the South Paul man. I don't understand it, but I must tell you that finding outside of the confines of Scripture, we're introduced to ancient facts of warfare and armies and commanders and chiefs that people that were left-handed were identified as handicapped. Uh, I want to tell you that it was here throughout history that any person that was left-handed was not fit for battle. Uh, we find here that being left-handed instructed us that they couldn't fight regardless of their abilities and attributes because it could not go into battle not being right-handed. The historians gave the account through the era of the Spartans, the Greeks, and the Romans that they made a trademark on the battlefield that if one wasn't fit to fight, one also wasn't fit to live. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? It's here in the context of a generation that there was a man by the name of Ehud that we understand that how in the world could God anoint a man left-handed that ain't even allowed to be on a battlefield? I feel my help coming on right now because I want to tell you and drop this token in the meter before we get torn away to tell you God's not looking for another church that's right-handed with all the right songs, all the right moves, and all the right dance. No, God is looking for a South Paul church 
the self center bonds. Come on, and little daddies, y'all ain't hear me. But God's gonna pay in full. Y'all ain't hear me. See, 
numerous times through history it showed us that working with a child in hopes to get their hand ready for war resulted in the unleashed death if their left hand overrode their right hand and failed to get it right they would take that child to the city limits they would take that child to the cliff if you will or into a scorching wilderness they would leave that child whatever wild beast devoured that child it just devoured them along with the major injuries that was obtained from also being dropped they had such a concept of being left handed that if you were going to be mighty you had to be right handed but God raised up a man grab your neighbor by the hand if you don't feel comfortable grab some hand sanitizer rub it in real good and lean over and grab that neighbor by the hand and say neighbor God raised a left handed man he was different from everybody else everybody called him handicapped everybody said he was unfit but it was that left handed man that God raised up to be a deliverer if a man was right handed he would keep his dagger underneath his left thigh but when you would walk watch this into the king's presence it was just like TSA if you've ever flew or fly much you understand you go to that airport you go to check in come on they bring the canine out the canine sniffs all over you then you gotta take your belt off come on gotta take your shoes off I get aggravated cause they can wait on me to put my belt back on but everybody's saying move and get out the way come on but you understand TSA come on they strip you come on and everything that's exactly how it was then you could not enter into the king's palace without being stripped come on of everything that you had but I need you to catch this come on in the king's presence they would search the soldiers would do what they needed but see here's the prolific problem mass as a disadvantage because he was left handed come on he had it come on on his right thigh so here is what I understood come on in scripture when Ehud went into the king's palace they started checking him because he was left handed come on they automatically went come on to his what come on to the opposite y'all ain't hear me come on they didn't take the check come on on his right thigh oh god come on so they said watch it go on in Ehud come on because what happens when God anoints you is sometimes you gotta answer the people that look at you come on as a disadvantage but when the anointing gets on you come on it proves for itself what the devil didn't even see coming come on I need you to throw your hands up this morning and say God anoint me to walk in the presence of my adversary and kill everything that's trying to kill me kill everything that's trying to take my peace oh what a left-handed church that'll throw their hands up and say, God, 
The enemy didn't know that God raised a man that had a touch of unorthodox. Yeah, see, they thought they had it all figured out. But there was a man that they didn't even see coming. I must tell you that uh, God is getting ready. I love it because uh, he said it earlier, Judah is going to be a place that doesn't just capture the presence, uh, but Judah's going to be a place that loves revival. I want you to uh, hear me tonight uh, as I tell you, and don't get too excited, uh, but I just need a few of you that'll lose your mind. Uh, God's about to raise up out of Judah uh, a South Paul generation uh, that's unorthodox, uh, that knows how to have revival. Uh, of revelation. Alright, uh, y'all ain't get it. Come on, let me try this side. Uh, God's getting ready out of to raise it up for the next generation uh, that loves revival. Uh, God uh, that knows how to give a hold. Uh, but the breath, y'all still ain't talking. Uh, let me try this side. Uh, out of Judah Tabernacle. Uh, God's getting ready uh, to raise it up for the next generation uh, that loves revival. see what God is doing in the youth of Judah. You know what they're going to say? Them bunch of teenagers over there. They're an orthodox. Come on. Bunch, come on. Them bunch over there. Come on. I didn't think, come on, they dealt with a full deck of cars to begin with, but now I see them. Come on. Y'all ain't going to talk to me then. Come on. I want to tell you today. Come on, that's what God's looking for. He don't want you, come on, to be the same. But he wants to anoint you with an unorthodox anointing. Come on. That when you pray, something has to move. When you fast, something has to shift. Stop getting the altar. Don't you ever stop. If you want to get the altar, 
ain't it? Well, let me say it again. I said Pentecost has become so right-handed that we think we got advantage. But then when it's time to fight, we're ready to give up. Throw in the towel. Because Pentecost has become predictable. Amen. When in the book of Acts, it was unorthodox. Amen. Yes. Yes. Come on. Yes. Help me preach right now. Come on. You know what happened? Come on. When the Holy Ghost filled the upper room, come on and begin to fill them. Come on. The Bible said it was cold in tongues. That's like a wildfire. But watch this. The Bible declares that when the Holy Ghost began to move, there was men and women in there. They didn't speak the language, but they said, wait, hold, hold up a minute. Come on. These people speaking in all them tongues, I understand them in my language. Come on. I'll tell you what happens when you get in the midst of a red hot move of God and you say, Holy Ghost, have your way. I don't care if we run the pew. I don't care if we roll in the floor. I don't care if we snot. Come on till we drop. All I want is a move of God that when the sinner man comes in, they'll know we're real. Come on, when the sinner woman comes in, we won't be so sedated. Come on, with the facade that they think they can touch us. No, I want them to come in and feel the power of the Almighty God in the Lord's way. Because that's what Pentecost is. Pentecost, come on, can I, can I go ahead and bust your bubble? Pentecost, it's not for you to come and look like a pretty little Christian every Sunday. See, I lost you. Pentecost isn't for you. Come on. To put your Coco Chanel on. Y'all ain't talking to me. Come on. Pentecost isn't for you. Come on. To put your Versace's on. Y'all ain't talking to me. Come on. And the red bottom's falling off. You got that from T-Moon. Y'all ain't talking to me. Smell good? 
Attitude's still ugly. Come on. That's right, hang the church. Woo. Come on. But you know what left hand the church is? It's a people that come together. Because the year of 224, come on, you get ready to pop out. Uh, people 
are going to start coming and saying, what in the world? Come on. We didn't even know you was here. Come on, but we felt drawn. Come on, to come here. Come on. What in the world? We've been coming on in Columbus. Come on, for 40 years. Come on. But something told me to come. Come on. I need you to hear me right now. God kept you here. Because there's a remnant that God's getting ready to raise up. That's left handed. Lift your hands on across the tabernacle. I'm not looking at right handed soldiers this morning. I'm looking. That's some left-handed yes. South Paul yes, remnant that's ready for battle. Come on. Yeah. That's why Romans 8.31 said, What shall we then say to these things? <laughs> if God be for us, who can be against us? Isaiah yeah. 54 verse 17 said, But no weapon! Let us turn against thee, shall prosper. Every tongue that shall rise against thee, in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. A right-handed church is predictable, where a southpaw church, you can't see it coming. And I wonder today, if I just got a few of you, they can jump upon your feet. They can say, Lord, anoint me with an unorthodox anointing for what God's getting ready to sing. Come on, the true tabernacle. Anoint me with an unorthodox anointing. Come on, the living in me. Comes in like a flood. I don't surprise him because he's not going to know what's next. Come on, you know what happens when you're unorthodox. You know how to shout your way through the mess. You know how to jump your way through. You know how to leap your way out of it. You know how to run and holler and rejoice. I just need a few of you. Come on. Let me just jump where you are. Come on. The Lord said, when you jump, you can kiss the enemy. When you leap, you can let you to hold you. It's a little bit of a tsunami. Let's 
intergalactic, intergalactic,
and here's what really threw us off. Do studies. Do it. I dare to look it up. Some of y'all trying to find them team with red bottoms I was talking about. <laughs> y'all boys, I'm going to be looking at you when you go to prom this year. Amen. <laughs> Falling off the bottom still. Come on. But y'all trying to think of what else he said. Woo! 
Amen. Feel this. Two times, Brother Matt, that left-handed was mentioned in Scripture. Watch this. Judges. 20 verse 50. You still with me? I'm almost done. Come on. There ain't no need for us to rush out of here. The back beat us to the buffet. Right? <laughs> We might as well have what the Holy Ghost have his way right now. Y'all got a white castle? Come on. You know what I'm talking about. Amen. Some of y'all found it. We must not be around white castle too. All right. So every time I get the chance, come on, I'm on it. Amen. I just felt my wife try to rebuke me from the nursery. <laughs> She don't got the Holy Ghost, that's why she's a white white person. See, some of y'all getting hungry now. See, I've been saying about 40 now you're hungry, and you're trying to rush me. Come on. Double sliders. Extra cheese and pickle. The Holy Ghost, you're gonna add onion on it too. Extra. <laughs> Shout now. Come on, you're already talking. Hey, glory. <laughs> That's how I know y'all five things of five when you get that ranch and just dip it in the <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Judges 20. Watch this. Two times that he talks about being left handed that you can't predict. Are you ready? We're about to blow the roof off this place. And the children of Benjamin. Throw it up there, bro. <laughs> Judges 20, verse 15. Come on, give them a hand clap. I can see them on the spot. Come on. I want you to see this. I want you to see this. Watch this. Children of Benjamin were numbered at that time out of the cities 26,000 men that drew sword beside the inhabitants of Gibeah, which were numbered 700 chosen men. Go to verse 16.
Jesus, you big soldier corporal, these weren't 700 men that had been born. Oh, come on, can I preach right here? They wasn't born left-handed. These were 700 men that had been wounded. Come on, how many of you today, you've been wounded in battle. You've been wounded by people. What they said hurt you. What people's done has hurt you. They were 700 of them that were incapable with their right hand. So instead of quitting, you know what they done? They said, I got enough fight in me. I'm going to get back up. I'm going to fight with my left hand. It took so much work 
that if they could adapt through the wounds, the struggles, the defeat, and become left-handed when they were born right-handed. And the Bible says they were chosen. Chosen. You know what that means? They had to put in the work. And here's where it's about to tie in. What have you guys been doing, Judah? You've been praying. You've been fasting. You're putting in the work. Because I cannot be anointed to be left-handed. If I don't have an altar that trains me. Come on. To adapt to all environments. I was up this morning and I said, God, I said, I don't know how this is going to go over. I said, he said, don't, he said, don't judge us. And I never read this. This morning, he said, but I'm giving you a prophetic charge to come to Judah on a Sunday morning and tell them they're not just Judah Tabernacle anymore. But you're entering into a season, Judah. You're going to be defined as a South Paul Church. God's given this house a charge. to check I'll be able to draw my sword from my right thigh because I've been anointed to be left handed everyone stand on your feet some major impartations in this house. I want you to say, preacher, I want to be anointed like Ehud. I want to be anointed to be a Benjamite. That 
when I walk in the year of 224, they'll see me left-handed. Our adversaries won't see it coming. But I'll be peculiar and anointed to be all that God's called me to be. Right now, I want us to find a place to pray, whether it be in this altar or in our city. And here's what I want us to pray. God me to be a sound Paul. Anoint me to be a lefty. That when you anoint me, God, I'm in right alignment with the vision of this house. Come on. I want all my lefties. Come on, find this altar. Find a place to pray. Come on and let's, let's see God's.